0: and Lex, two imperfect six-figure business coaches, co-founders, and friends who decided to combine our superpowers to bring to market something we wish we had when we entered the world of coaching.
1: A real, non-BS, intimate, and fun community built with integrity, intention, and a few glasses of wine.
0: In this podcast, we get real. Real about life. Business. Relationships. And what it really takes to find your version of success in the world of coaching. Are you ready, Lex? I'm set, in. Let's coach. Hello, hello. Hello, how's it going? What if I talked in an accent the whole time?
1: You are uh, ethnically
0: ambiguous. So you <laughs> pull it out, you're pulling. Out. Okay, challenge me on an accent. Which one do you want me to talk in? Should be New Zealand. Oh yeah. So I was, I, I was getting some avocado toast the other day, but that's more British. I'm sorry. That's my British accent. That's my British accent. Australia, Australian. I can do, Oh God. It's like a Southern. Crocky it's like yum. A, what?
1: Crocky me. Yeah. Crocky,
0: yum. Cro, cro, crikey, crikey. They. I found an alligator in my toast. This is terrible. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. Irish. The too Irish. I I was I was going to the pub the other day and I found some 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 elves and some leprechauns and they were they were doing some magical things.
1: Much better. Okay, mm-hmm. one more, deep south.
0: Hey y'all! You all want to come over to my house tonight? We're having some delicious food. I made some catfish and I made some fried chicken, and we're gonna we're gonna go and we're gonna eat some drink some sweet tea.
1: Oh, you're you're good. You you failed at New Zealand, but the rest were on par. When I was in fifth grade, I was Oliver Twist and Oliver Twist. I think you know that, but that also required me doing an entire musical theater play in a British accent. And can I can I hear it? I, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. But basically, I went around town the entire. Nope. Now I'm shit. Um. Okay. <laughs> Reset. Whoops. <laughs> basically, since I was ten years old. Now I'm giving Irish and English. What is It's hard? hard.
0: It's hard. Your brain. How does how does it know? How does it know? Well, I actually, Lex. I feel like this is a good segue into what we're talking about today.
1: We're reflecting, and now we need to reset and refresh, guys. That's what we're talking about today. It is. We're recording this before the holidays, but as you're listening, you just went through Christmas. If you celebrate any other winter holidays, whatever you celebrate, we want to talk about how to reflect on this past year, reset and refresh headed into 2023.
0: And we're going to reflect that we probably shouldn't be voice actors. And that's, that's, that's a reality right there.
1: Yeah. A a harsh, harsh reality. Real quick. So I didn't finish. I went around town to say this in an English accent. I went around for half the school year, just talking in a British accent.
0: That's adorable and a little concerning, but I like it. I li- You were a method actor, like before <laughs> method acting was a thing. Yes. Okay.
1: Anyways, Emily, I want you to put your coaching hat on and lead us through some good reflection exercises.
0: Yeah. So first and foremost, I'll give a little backstory on this one, because um, I want to shout out my friend Lauren Danziger, who led me through this a few years ago uh, in 2019. And it was an exercise that she does every single year with a, a group of girlfriends. And she writes them in a journal or you can write them on, on a Google Doc. I like a Google Doc because it's easy to find and you can it's easy to, to really quickly reflect back on things. Um, but so Lex, I want you to think about 2022. We're in 2022, it was a big year for you. So, what did you accomplish in 2022?
1: I birthed the baby. That was a kind of a big deal. It's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. I've also kept her, you know, healthy for eight and a half months at this point. So, that's also a big deal and managed to. Still have two businesses as I head
0: into 2023. And you, you breast, you've been breastfeeding this whole time too. I've
1: been, I'm still still on that journey.
0: Yep. Which is a, a very wonderful, but taxing emotionally and physically journey to be on. What about for you personally, besides baby related things, besides business related things, What's something that you accomplished that you feel really, really proud of?
1: Outside of being a new mom and outside of work. See, Emily's really good at challenging me, guys, because those are my defaults.
0: Yeah, so Lex, I know this is a hard one because I think a lot of our identity is wrapped in our business and our kids, and sometimes it's hard to see beyond those accomplishments. But how did you fill your cup?
1: Yeah, I think it's changed throughout the year and pregnancy. I did a lot of reading. Reading is something that absolutely fills my cup. And it's changed. My amount of time and space for myself has changed as a new mom. But something I guess I'm, I'm proud of this sounds so, <laughs> this sounds so, whatever, no judgment. I really thoroughly enjoy going to the store, home goods. I do. And yeah. I have managed, to hold up that routine and bring Ashlyn into that every Friday, pretty much or every other Friday. So I've still managed to have some me time but with her um, and <laughs> go to home goods. Why it makes makes me happy, I'm not sure, but that's been something that I've maintained for myself and I think fills my cup a little bit.
0: I like that. You've always talked about home goods and your desire. A lot of a lot of your business has even been built around the home goods on a Tuesday at two kind of thing. So I, I love yeah. that. And I also want to point out too, I, I think one of the beautiful things about our friendship, um, both personally and in business, is we get to see the holes that the other person sometimes can't see for themselves. And one thing that I think has been really amazing is you've taken time and carved out time to to work out your body, to get outside, to be in nature, that's been a big priority for you, be it going to a winery or going to the beach for a few minutes, but just being not just in your house and in your space, but moving your your body forward.
1: I've been really consistent with my stroller walks, which has been um, a fun new tradition. That's both for me and something I can enjoy my daughter. So yes, thank you. Thank you, Emily. I appreciate it. Appreciate that. I'm going to ask. Okay. So I'm going to take, take a roll on from your hat. I'm going to put the hat on and ask
0: you the same question. Oh no, this isn't about me this time. This is no, 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 no. This is about Lexi this time. No. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, uh, okay. What did I accomplish? I had this huge desire to rock climb when I was pregnant. Like it was disgusting how much I wanted to rock climb. And my friend would be like, you are not rock climbing while pregnant. And, and I took this fantasy of me rock climbing and I made it a reality, even though none of my closest friends would go with me. My husband's terrified of, of heights and I was able to find a friend who was a yes friend. And then also the other thing I did was take classes or start taking classes that I'm historically would have defaulted and said, well, I'm not good at fill in the blank. I'm not good at drawing or I'm not good at painting or I'm not good at yoga or I'm not good at a million other things that you'd put forth. And I, I went with it in my reframe was like, I'm really enjoying myself and doesn't matter if I'm good at it. I'm having a good time doing it. And, and that was really fun. And I liked that challenge. So literally everything from beer pong going to joining a bar leagues when I had a three month old and every Thursday committing myself to being at a bar filled with people, which normally would sound like my version of hell, but really embracing this like inner child within me and in that playfulness. So I'm really proud of myself for that. You Mm -hmm.
1: are incredibly inspiring with the amount of ways and the amount of time you do manage to carve out to fill your cup. And it's something for me as a friend that is inspirational and maybe aspirational a little bit (laughs) as well. And so it's been really cool. I mean, you've also tried yourself or tried yourself dipped yeah. your toes and, and new things like gene keys. And you've yeah. I feel like expanded, worked on expanding your mind as well, which has been really cool to see.
0: Definitely something that I'm investing in me, not just in my business, but in me, in things that I want to get better at or learn, even going back to therapy was a big thing too, where I'm like, this is a commitment and I'm very resistant sometimes to feedback. I'm, I'm, a, I'm terrible at that, uh, getting in having someone tell me what to do, which is ironic being a coach, but I, I was just changed my mindset a lot this year and was a lot more open to possibilities. Okay. So, you know, Lex, we got a taste of like some reflections with what, what did you accomplish in 2022, but some other things that you can also reflect on are what were some of your biggest disappointments or what did you learn in 2022? And then also how did you limit yourself? we all have ways in which we limit ourselves. It could be like not pitching yourself for that layup for press or not, you know, shooting your shot with a client. And then um, think about what have been the cost of these limitations. So really expand on it a little bit more like, okay, you know, I passed up this press opportunity and because I pressed it up, that meant that I wasn't featured in that that publication I really wanted to be in, which then would have been really cool to put on my website and made me feel more validated and really dig deeper into like what the cost has been for those limitations. If you're
1: an ambitious professional, consultant, or business owner who is feeling called to do
0: more, be more, or make more, we'd like to invite you to learn more about Ready, Set, Coach. Do you feel called to create change, help others, and do something outside of your day-to-day that generates true impact? While you may or may not be
1: content with your day job or existing business, do you feel called to dip your toes into something more? Whether it's tapping into another zone of genius or the side hustle is
0: calling your name, are you ready to explore what being more would look like? Do you feel like your business or career is leaving money on the table or you're looking to launch a new revenue stream or side hustle?
1: Turning your expertise into a coaching revenue stream or side hustle is rewarding, impactful, and a great business model. It's the triple threat, multi-billion dollar industry that
0: perhaps you've been looking for this whole time. If you want to explore more on how to add a coaching revenue stream into your life we invite you to explore our website, readysetcoachprogram.com.
1: Applications are now open for our 2023 cohort. I love that. Okay, so as you guys, by the way, we're gonna sprinkle your homework throughout this episode. So that's part one. And by the way, full permission to pause right now, pull out those journals and reflect. I'm gonna give you like two seconds, which is indicating you going and journaling. Okay, now come back to us. Likely what's happening is you're going to have felt a whole mix of emotions. You're going to have some regret, some celebration. You're going to you're going to feel the highs and lows all within that one journaling exercise, right? And that's what often happens when we take the time to reflect. So the next step that's really really important is to reset. We're going to talk about some ways to reset. So here are a few things you can do and a couple of ways I want you to think about this. When you're going into the reset phase, the first thing I want you to do is forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Let go of anything that didn't happen in 2022. Missed goals, missed opportunities, you know, those down moments. They are in the past release. Now, Release could be like screaming into pillows. It could be writing on a piece of paper and burning it. It could be having a heart-to-heart in the mirror. It could be
0: calling a friend and venting. What are some other ways to forgive yourself, Em? I think journaling and writing it out and just having a, a really candid conversation with yourself. Um, I love the the burning of something. I think that's just a really poignant thing. Moving your body always helps me too, just to, to reset and be like, okay, you know, what happened in the past is in the past. And now this is the future and present version of myself. Perfect.
1: So you're going to release as much as you can, and then we're going to really work on getting neutral and getting ourselves back to neutral, both mentally and physically. So here's where we also want you guys to take note the holidays are also really, really busy, right? So, what are you doing? to to fill your cup mentally and physically? Are you getting outside every day? Are you sleeping enough? Are you drinking enough water? That water reminder is for me. No, I am not, right? (laughs) Like what do you need to do to bring your mind and your body to a
0: place of nourishment and
1: neutrality?
0: Yes, I love it. Think of it like a chia pet. You want to make sure it's it's as healthy as can be and you want to clear the, I think we're so, so, so good at getting hard on ourselves and being hard on ourselves of like the things that we didn't accomplish. So the reframe that we want you to have is there's always tomorrow and tomorrow is a new year where you can start fresh.
1: Yep. And that's what we're going to do after we reset our final phase here, right? So we reflected reset. Now we're going to refresh. So Emily, I'm going to lead you through a refresh exercise. Okay. okay. So You've reflected, you've gotten a massage, you're feeling good, you've done some burning rituals, you're feeling all sorts of neutrality. Tell me first, one year from now, December 13th, 2023, what you will be wanting to look back at this year having accomplished, high level.
0: High level, I want to accomplish pitching myself for money on big stages, I want to, and Lex is writing this down, so she's going to hold me to this. So we have a little accountability buddy happening in real time, but I want to pitch myself for big stages. I've always been on little stages and I want to be on big stages. I want to be the main attraction. I want to be the draw. Um, Another thing I want to accomplish is revamping my own, my Six Degrees Society brand and making My website's going to be revamped. The whole community is going to be living on circle, just like refurbishing things, giving it a little bit of a facelift, as well as making sure that all of my offerings speak with one another and feel really aligned, both in serving the community and my clients and the clients being the community. I want Ready, Set, Coach to scale to a whole new level. I, I want us to sell at least two cohorts and potentially create and introduce a whole new offering um and then so those are all business related and mm-hmm. then the other thing too i will add i want to convince my husband for us to live abroad for a month i i know oh. i know yeah lexi's like what well, I, I'm
1: trying- coordination is going to be great on that one <laughs>
0: it'll be in a time zone that's the same as here. Don't worry. But I was thinking Mexico for a month. Like this is our chance to live abroad and do something different for our lives. And um, yeah, that those are, those are things that want to accomplish.
1: Okay, I love it. So we have our big greens, our big greens, our big, actually a lot of three are green related, money, money, dollar, dollar, bills. <laughs> um, four categories. I want you for the sake of this exercise to pick one. So pick either big stages, your SDS revamp, RSC scale or living abroad, which one do you want to talk about?
0: SDS scale.
1: SDS scale. Okay. So I want you to get a little bit more clear. What's the end outcome of SDS revamp? What does success look like for you there?
0: Great question, Lex. So for for me, success means uh, memberships that are annual. So rather than three-month memberships during the pandemic, we pivoted to a three-month membership minimum. And because I wanted to be cognizant of where people were, but here I want to make sure that I'm changing it from monthly to people can pay quarterly or annual. Also, I have three tiers of membership currently, but I want to, I'm going to consolidate it down to one tier of membership exclusively. And then I want a super lively and engaged virtual community. So one of the blessings of the pandemic was that it really taught me the power of an online community. So with Six Degrees, I want the membership to be really lively in the virtual component. So not only are we offering now virtual and in real life events, but also have this, this community that lives digitally, that people can learn from one another, seek advice from one another, promote to one another, and have that be really robust.
1: Okay. So I'm going to challenge you here because what I'm still not hearing are our end games. So cool. You get an annual membership. Do you want to sell any
0: annual memberships? Yes. I would like to be selling 200 annual memberships.
1: 200 annual memberships. And what does an engaged live community look like to you?
0: An engaged live community means that someone is posting more than one person is posting in the community daily. That is not me.
1: So I'm going to pause because the first thing I I want you guys to pull out is she started with getting some high-term goals. The next, she picked one to start with. She got very, very clear with what success will look like. All right, now we're going to backtrack and we're going to go micro. So Q1, okay, what is your first step in Q1 towards that larger goal? What is the first thing you need to do?
0: Make the circle community live. When are you going to make the circle community live by this before Q1
1: before Q1? So what day? Uh,
0: December 14th, tomorrow,
1: December 14th, tomorrow, Jesus. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Well then we'll check that off tomorrow. Then what, what's your next step
0: from there? I email existing members who have three different tiers and I communicate to them the changes.
1: Great. And when are you going to do that by?
0: I'm gonna do that the first week of January.
1: First week of January,
0: by what day? By, let me see, the third, if it's, once the third? Yeah, the third, the third feels good.
1: Great, okay, so M, um, you have some micro goals that I'm gonna hold you accountable for. So Perfect. this is, guys, I'm gonna pause because obviously this can turn into a very, very, very long exercise, but I want you guys to see the way we worked through those goals.
0: I love that, Lex. And I think it's helpful, again, if you have a friend you can do this with, maybe a sibling or, you know, hiring a coach or working through this with your coach, to have that accountability and also to have that to-do list. I think the biggest challenge when you have these big goals is figuring out the steps to take in which to start.
1: So for those listening, this is obviously a very specific podcast targeted at coaches. We can feel like it's safe to assume you're either a coach or you're coaching curious, or you're interested in potentially launching a side hustle. We want you to ask these same questions, kind of what we went through with M, but in the frame for your coaching business. And also, what does that look like for your life? If you are able to have the coaching business that you finally want, what does that mean? Does that mean you can live abroad for a month? Does that mean you can pick up your kid every day at two from school? Right? So we want you guys to to think about this really specifically as it pertains to your coaching business.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a great place to To start, And also to, we'd be remiss not to remind people, if you are curious about your own coaching business or one of your goals for 2023 is to start, we are launching our next program, our next cohort of Ready, Set, Coach in February, where we are committed to help you do the damn thing and get that coaching business, that itch that you have inside of you from an itch or a, you know, kind of half-assed thing into a legitimate business. Boom. Yes.
1: So you guys were given homework throughout today's episode. Quick reminder, step one, reflect, pull out those journals. Step two, reset. Reset will probably involve something physical. Figure out what you need to do to reset and then go through a refresh exercise just like we did live here today.
0: And I'm just going to add, Lex, some questions that you can ask yourself at the end of this once you've done the exercise. How did the exercise feel to you? What were you surprised by? Like, why was it so hard for you to get started? Where did you struggle the most? And where do you think you need the most support? Take those steps. Perfect.
1: All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the Ready, Set, Coach podcast.
0: See you next time. If you're enjoying the Ready, Set, Coach podcast, please leave a review wherever you are listening. For more information about Ready, Set, Coach, visit readysetcoachprogram.com.